you're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. She went from tearing up the dance charts to tearing up the women of Beverly Hills, and now she's tearing into Vegas with her Bet It All on Blonde residency. Please welcome the one and only Erica Jane. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you know what? I've wanted to come on your show, and this was the right time. And thanks for the love and support. I really appreciate it. I I mean, you've been equally as supportive of me and so good and kind to me. Yes. I'm grateful. There's a reason for that is because you are fair and you don't run away with the bullshit. And I appreciate that. And it means a lot, you know, because we make these shows and your life is on display. Fine. You make that choice. But it's nice to have someone that looks at things objectively. I try to listen at the beginning of it all. I was like sham. You see the headlines sham divorce. And I'm like, what, you know, what is this? Is that was the marriage, you know, what we thought that it was. But then in taking a step back and yeah. not immediately grabbing out the pet, the pitchforks that I feel like everybody was grabbing at that time. I went through the legal documents. I talked took the to time, took the time. I talked to attorneys. I talked to reporters. I talked to, you know, former clients all like on the record and off the record, just trying to get all sides of it yeah. before making a fully baked opinion. And my opinion was always, we don't know what the answers are yet. We have to kind of just wait and see. And that is what I was saying on the show. Yeah. And said it in the the most calm tone until, you know, until the most outrageous tone (laughs) possible. But I and that's why um, I'm just really grateful that you you did that. Do you feel a sense of vindication now? The lawsuits are getting dismissed. You have the Vegas residency. Yes, I do. I feel things are better. Yeah. Um, Legally, I still have a, a ways to go. But I do feel good about my position. I always have. And the time is on my side. I mean, it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like when all the headlines were coming out and all the lawsuits were coming forward and it was kind of like all coming at once? It was incredibly overwhelming and a very dark place. And there, there's no way to prepare you for something like that. Yeah. And and I, and I was getting hit from all sides. Yeah. And you just, I don't even, you know, everybody's like, hire a crisis manager. I was like, they're going to have a crisis, like trying to manage this crisis. Like there was nothing you could do other than stick it out. And that's what I did. And I mean, and now you're kind of on the other, do you feel like you're on the other side of it? Partially. Yes. I do feel like I'm in a much better place. I'm on my way to being on the other side. Yeah. You just, there's a lot of, a lot of things that you just have to keep checking off. Yeah. Now, initially, I feel like public perception was, you know, Tom gets sick, finances start to dwindle. Erica jumps off. Yeah. Yeah, And Erica jumps off. Yeah. What was the real reason you decided to leave? I couldn't, I could not live in that house with him any longer in the condition mentally, physically, emotionally um, with him. And not knowing things about my own life and not getting answers and repeatedly asking. And I had reached out to his doctors, and I've said this before, and they didn't want to help me. This was a man that needed help um, that was in considerable decline. Obviously, I'm not a medical professional, but I lived through it. Yeah. This was not the man I married. And it was more than just age. We all see our family members or our spouses age before us. This was something different. I couldn't get anyone to hear me. Mm -hmm. He was certainly not having 
anything to do with what I was saying. And then when I kept, I was being named in lawsuits and I would go to him. Now you're, you're talking about my husband of over two decades and right. my lawyer for forever. I mean, my God, right. you're gonna, and when I was not getting any answers there, why am I being named in these things? Why am, why am I included? This is your business, but why am I here on this, you know, uh, complaint? And I could get no answers. You cannot live like that. Yeah. And at some point, everybody reaches their breaking point and I, and that, I, I reached mine Yeah. and I left. Yeah. I mean, and I also think being the third wife, you know, and being younger, I think people were like, were you only in it for the money? And now that there's no more money, are you done? No, not at all. Actually, um, I, I don't know what people think. You know, I left with a lot of lawsuits. Yeah. I mean, I got thrown a lot of his problems. I'm wrapped up in a lot of his better worse dealings yeah i'm paying a heavy price fuck the money yeah you know I, it me pulling myself out of what i've had to do and the things i've been dragged into i've paid dearly for this yeah and honestly uh tom's not the only wealthy man i've ever dated and if that was what i wanted to do i could go get another one yeah because it's really not that hard <laughs> you know if that's what you want to do uh but I stayed in there and I tried my damnedest and this is what ended up happening. Do you still love him? I love the man that I married and I, I am sad and heartbroken at what has happened to him and his fall from grace. And I wish that this did not happen to any of them, yeah. to any client, to him, to his family, his daughters, you know, he has grandchildren. Um, so the fallout is big. Mm -hmm. And of course, I love the man that I married and I'm very sad to see what he has become today. Are you angry with him? Have been, yes. I discussed this in therapy. We talk about grief, mm -hmm. denial, anger, confusion, acceptance, you know, and, it, and you don't go through it in a linear thread. Excuse yeah. me. You don't go through it in a linear thread. It just, it shows up. So I've been every single one of them. At first, I could not believe that, wait, are you, what are we saying here? Like, hold on a minute. Let me take two steps back. Is this really going on? Yes, this really is happening. Holy shit. Okay. You know, and then this can't be happening, but it is. And I was angry. I've been sad. I've worried about him and his health because I know it's, you know, bad. I've, I've run the whole, the whole gamut. Yeah. Yeah. I think people forget that with a divorce or even the the betrayal because i mean it does sound like a big portion of your marriage there was a lot that wasn't shared with you that then came on many levels yeah that a came lot of things flooding yeah. in yeah um and i think most people don't realize that even if you leave somebody that grief of the loss of the relationship or the loss of the idea that you thought that this person was like that i really still held him on a pedestal yeah. you know i really i valued his opinion and he was a big mentor in my life besides being my husband you know he was a protector of mine and really showed me a lot of things and introduced me to you know we had the cool thing about tom and his practice was that he knew everybody and you got to meet different people smart they did a lot of cool things i learned a lot of things and i really admired him for that yeah and that's hard when your hero kind of falls yeah you know and look we're all human but at some point i was like who the fuck is this yeah like, 
who is this person? Um, I definitely had that go running through my head. It's just hard. It, you know, we are all human. And, and I think something else, I, I got criticized for not knowing and not knowing. At the end of the day, people show you what they want to show you. Right. And they can conceal them parts of themselves, even from their closest friends, family members, spouses, partners, whatever you want to say. People can be very compartmentalized, and especially somebody that is as intelligent as he is. Yeah. They show you what they want to show you, and they keep you out of certain things. When you found out about his cheating, what made you continue to stay in your marriage? Well, where was I going to go and with what money and how? Mm. And I know that people would say, well, you can just leave. Yeah, but no. There's a lot. Once you unlock that, you you can't come back from that and in tumbles everything else. Yeah. And when I, we spoke about it, you know, obviously he denied it. And then I was just like, you can't deny this any longer. And it was toward the end. I think he was really in a, in a place. I don't know why he was cheating. I hope that these women brought him. I don't know if he felt, I don't know how he felt. Yeah. Whether he felt like I, we had come to a place in our marriage that he did, he was no longer happy or he needed something else. So you didn't have like an arrangement in your marriage? No, 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 we did not. I certainly didn't have an arrangement where uh, the side girl got plastic surgery in a condo and I got fucking bills and sued out the ass mm -hmm. and nothing. So no, Chick there was no, below. yeah, well, I didn't, there was no arrangement here. Yeah. I was in, all in, for better or worse, and, you know, it turned out how it turned out. You said that you recently blocked his number, finally. What was the moment that you needed to... Tiago. I was euthanizing mm. Tiago, and he was calling me a hundred times a day, and I was literally... The vet was there, and, you know, I'm, I'm holding my dog as he's, yeah. you know, and I'm we're getting ready to do this. And, you know, the phone just continued, and I just... I could not, like, at that moment, you know, I, fuck, you know, like, yeah. I cannot take this anymore. And I just blocked it, blocked him, and he remains blocked. I have not spoken to him. I had, to, you know, my dog was a very big part of my life. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't take it. Yeah. You know, I, I needed to deal with, my, with this loss. And, and actually, I felt lighter because... I was taking those calls. I feel bad for Tom. I don't know who he's seeing. I don't yeah. know, you know, whatever. But I also had to look out for myself in that moment. And that really was a moment literally there with my dog. I'm sorry about Tiago. Thank you. Me too. He he had a great life. He was a good boy. Yeah. And I yeah. bet he was the comfort when you left that you had him. Exactly. And I think that at that moment, I just literally fucking threw my hands up and I was like, I, I cannot do this. Like, yeah. you reach a threshold, yeah. you know? And that was that day. And I think that, um, not to get emotional, but like the three-year anniversary mark as well. Mm. It's coming up in November. I just, you know, I can't any longer. I, I'm, I need to look out for me. How did you leave? I mean, you said that, you know, you didn't have money. You didn't have access to the finances. How did you get out? I got one of my paychecks. And then I said, 
I'm taking this to a bank and I opened a bank account by myself for the first time in my life. And then I said, I'm leaving. And I set it up that way. And that was it. And I found a place to live and I packed the shit that I wanted to take, which was not a lot. And I packed up my dog and I left. And that's what I did. And I hired a divorce attorney, um, filed for separation. And then, okay. And then the lawsuit started probably about 30 to 60 days after that, out of Chicago. Right. So I went from getting a divorce yeah. to getting sued <laughs> by everyone. You know, it's funny now, it wasn't at the time. So what was your reaction to all the accusations? I felt horrible. Yeah. How? How? How am I in here? What's going on? Because everybody kept saying her lifestyle was funded off of all of these clients. Yeah, that's easy to say. So yeah. was every other lawyer that worked there. Yeah. So are we going to talk about their lifestyle and, and you know, their job? And why are we attacking the wife when those people are, you know, hold, you have a law license. Yeah. I, these are not my clients. Yeah. And it was also hard the other day. I just saw something else. Well, she spent that money. I think Rob Minkoff said that to Crystal. Mm. Well, well, Crystal spends your money too, Rob. So I don't and I know. Bet she's not asking and checking where every penny is coming from. Let me tell you something. The more wealthy and <laughs> exactly. Let's just leave it right there. <laughs> Let's just so sure, I... girl. You know what? To any of you who think that you know what your husband is doing, you don't. You may you may only know part of the story. Yeah. And and I I will say this: the one um, nice thing that happened was a lot of women in my DMs said, "Erica, I didn't know anything was wrong until the FBI knocked on my door." Yeah, I've had the same thing happen to me. This happened to my girlfriend, my mother. You know, there are many women that are married to powerful men or men that keep separate lives and they wake up just like uh what is this yeah and then you know your whole life unfolds before you it's easy to say she knew or how could she not know but i think i mean in any relationship like people aren't entirely honest with each other well also i want to give some context to that because i entered tom's life he was 59 years old almost 60. His law firm has been around since before I was born right. and I'm 52. Yeah. So I was installed into this man's life. It was already set up. It's not like he and I got married and we had a joint bank account. And yeah. No, he had a law firm that had been very successful. He had been wildly successful. And I was put into that relationship and into all the bills went to the firm. Yeah. I didn't know what the electric bill was, the mortgage or anything else. And I didn't need to know. Yeah. And that's how I lived my life. Well, people say you signed the tax returns. How did you not know? Uh, it, I'll tell you what, even my bankruptcy lawyer, who have you spoken to, he said, I can't make sense of these fucking tax returns. <laughs> and it was clear that they weren't kosher. I mean, I, from... Whatever everybody's saying, they can't figure it out. Look at the mess, even with yeah. the earrings. Yeah. They can't tell if these funds were commingled, where the money is. Yeah. They still can't figure it out. So I'm supposed to know? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Let me, of course, let, you know, like no one can figure it out. Yeah. Do you so wish, how was I supposed to? Do you wish you still had the earrings? 
No, because I knew when it was going to happen. First off, they were stolen once before, so these were the replacement right. set for the stolen ones. It's okay. You know what I love? I went on appeal. Mm-hmm. So the earrings are gone, but I have my appeal. Yeah. And that's, you know, like John Hamm. Yeah. You know, they never were yours. Fuck you. I want on appeal. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, uh, you know, those were never yours, really. Pellet judge said they were. Yeah. Or at least said you can't prove that they weren't. Yeah. So that made me happy. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that you get the earrings back. It just means No, that, I won't get the yeah. earrings back. They've been sold off and that's fine too. Yeah. Um, but you know, the value of or whatever remains to be seen. The judge has to make his decision on that. Yeah. So as all of the headlines are coming out and the lawsuits are coming up, how did you get through it or what was it that got you through it? Did you have to tune it out? Did you have no. a boyfriend on the side? <laughs> no. I had um a psychiatrist mm. and a therapist and Mikey and Laya and my mother mm. and, you know, my son. Uh, mm. The one gift that all of this hell has given me is my son and I have not been so tight as to when he was little. Mm. You know, like we, that, that relationship has just, I mean, it's so nice to have such a strong bond with an adult child. Yeah. And when everything was going on and he paid for it at work too. I mean, just by the association of this is your mother and your stepfather. Yeah. Uh, and him, you know, saying, I know this is not you. I know this is not who you are. And I love that. And I, I am so grateful for that. That's the like, one gift. Do you feel like he's proud of you? Yeah. I feel that he's proud that his mother did not curl up in a ball. Yeah. And throw the towel in. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, we had the world against you, cast against you. Why stay and keep doing Real Houses of Beverly Hills? Because uh, I'm not going to let anyone write my the end of my story but me. Mm. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be shut out. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a quitter. Yeah. And I knew I was right. Did your legal team ever advise you to leave? They advised me not to say anything. And I was like, well, who's paying these bills? Like, this is what I do for a living, y'all. Like, I mean, I know I'm not supposed to talk about it. And they were, you know, they're like, well, uh, hold on now. And I was like, guys, I'm sorry. Like, are you writing these checks? Y'all are expensive. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, they, they definitely were not thrilled. But what could they tell me to do? Quit my quit? Yeah. No. And when you quit... a really smart person of my a uh, friend of mine was like, if you leave social media, you're done. Yeah. And you must stay in the fight. And it was the best advice I ever got. And, you know, could I have handled it better? Yeah, sure, whatever. But there's no handbook for this. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I stayed in it. Yeah. And did not allow other people to tell my story. They tried. Yeah. Well, do you feel like you got a fair edit? I feel like some of the stories, no. like him driving off the cliff, I feel like some of those stories got picked apart and then... Yes, they did. Um, the accident... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I feel. Yesterday, uh, someone in the digital space at Bravo asked me if I could redo Tom's House Was Broken Into, and I said, absolutely not. I am a human being, and that was a horrible day in my life, and everything I said was true. And actually, mm. I'm insulted. It's not, I know it's viral on TikTok, but yeah. it's my fucking life. Yeah. 
And it was true. And no, I didn't feel like the stories were given my what I was trying to say was given enough time or explanation, but that's not the game. Yeah. And that's another thing I had to, I was talking about my therapist. She's like, I, I want you to accept the fact that people are going to continuously come for you and come at you and they are going to continuously criticize you. And this is part of the game. Yeah. It's part of your game and it's built in and I'm sorry, but you accept that and we will go from there. Uh, yeah. And that's what I, so no, I didn't feel as if I was given enough. I tried yeah. to give my full explanation, but that's not what, that's not the right space to do it either. Right. Let's be honest. You know, it's entertainment and that's not, that's not what they're there for. Now I feel like we see Kyle and Dorit. They're kind of going through it right now. There's they a lot are. of rumors and yeah. speculation. How do you feel like you're showing up for them as a friend? And do you have any, like, do you look back and have any ill will about some of the questioning that they did to you on the show? I will not treat them the way I was treated. I'm not going to do it. Why? Because it's not right. I Believe me, there, <laughs> there have been moments that I have wanted to lash out and, but I can't do that. Yeah. You know, I, I can't do it. It's not right. And I remember how shitty it felt. I just can't do it. Um, how are you showing up for them now? By letting them speak. By letting them tell me what they want to tell me. Yeah. And by saying, okay, this is your life. I'm your friend. You will tell me what you want me to know and let me in on things that you want me to know and just know I'm here to support you. Whatever choice you make. Yeah. Whether you remain married or not, whatever you're going through. Um, just like when I, uh, the story that Dorit and PK are having problems, you know, when I, and, and obviously we, you watch the episode and you can see that I apologize to Dorit and turns out they were having problems. And I didn't know that yeah. when I said that, I did not know that, but I'm going to be there for my friend. I don't yeah. care. Uh, this is, this is tough. This is a tough game that we're in. Yeah. It takes a lot out of you. And I just don't want to treat them how I was treated. Was it hurtful to see her call you a bitch in her confessional? Yeah. Yeah. But my, I guess I'm, that's part of the game, right? Yeah. So I have to remember that that's built in and, and yeah, it's hurtful. Um, but I have to rise above that. Yeah. I got to keep going. All right, Eric, I want to take one very quick break to let everybody know that this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever find that just as you're trying to fall asleep, your brain suddenly won't stop talking? Do your thoughts start racing before bed or at any other inopportune moments? I mean, I know you've been through it. I've definitely had my fair share of stress. And it turns out one great way to get rid of those racing thoughts is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a place to do just that so you can get out of your negative thought cycle and find some mental and emotional peace. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with the licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoFilter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash NoFilter. What would you say was your 
Rose and Thorn of your experience on the show overall? Rose and Thorn. Explain what what you mean by Rose and Thorn. Best and worst moments or best and worst part of it all. Best is bet it all on blonde. Mm. The the bet it all on blonde. Worst. Kathy's dinner. Mm. Kyle's dinner. Uh, Diana's Christmas party that I don't remember. <laughs> that was fun though. Oh fuck yeah! And that was me in Vegas when we went to go see your residency. And it was so great to see you like that. And I live, I live for people when they have a good time. <laughs> you know, there were some moments. I think Aspen. You know, Aspen was terrible. Yeah, Aspen was terrible. But that was that was set up that way. Yeah, that was you know what it was. Do you feel like this season you do have a bit of a redemption arc? I have a bit of peace. I don't know mm. if it's redemption. I don't know that people will actually uh, say, oh, my God, we really misjudged her. Uh, but I know that I get a, a moment of peace and it feels good. And I think that I feel lighter and I feel better. And when you are not being cornered every day, you you can show a different side of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of headlines that I remember seeing that like really got people fired up. One of them being Erica White. Who is absolutely fictional. So, yeah, it was, so it was a man and he alleged that you and Tom colluded with Bank of America and Merrill Lynch to gain $27 billion from their account. And you posed as a woman named Erica White. You guys had fake passports, fake birth certificates, a fake marriage license. Are you secretly sitting on $27 billion? I wish I was. I really wish I was. I, I would not be here, girl. I would not be. I don't that, mean to call you that, no. but bitch, I would not be here yeah. if I was secretly sitting on $27 billion. I mean, what fantasy yeah. is this? How can you seek? How, how do you sit on $27 billion secretly? I mean, I should be with Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk yeah. if that's the kind of money. I mean, I, I need a new set of friends. That was kind of I'm my, not going to be on a reality TV show with 27 billion. We're out of here. That was my mentality of like, what do you like? What do you think they're like? They wouldn't be here. Like, she wouldn't still be on the show, sweetheart. Like, I would be catch me on a yacht somewhere fabulous. Yeah, not here with uh, these girls. Yeah. you know, like no. You don't mean isn't to. that insane? Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. That, isn't that insane? I wish. <laughs> no. Um. There was a, a fashion designer that recently accused you of using the secret service to try and destroy his business. And he claims that you falsely reported charges that were made to your Amex in the amount of $800,000. Wrong. He's wrong. And uh, we just filed our motion. So we'll see that play out. Even one of our toughest, one of my worst critics said it's going to go in my favor. Yeah. I, That's pretty bad. From what I, from what I've seen, I... I agree. Um, I also find like the lawsuits and the timing of all of them is a little convenient as well. He really overreached. Mm. It's not, it's not, it's not going to be good. You got to sit down with the victims. Yeah. You, you were there. Some, I was there. Yeah. You were there. Do you feel like it gave you some closure? My, you know, I, like I said, I went in there with an open heart. I just wanted them to see me as a human. Yeah. And, and meet me and not what they've seen or read about. And, you know, it gave, uh, I hope it gave some, all of us some closure or at least some, some comfort. I don't know. I can't speak for them, but 
I, I hope that they saw me as a person yeah. and not something else. Do you have any regrets? No. About doing it? Yeah. No. Or just about the process in general. I mean, now that you, because I feel like for a minute you were in the thick of it, you were in the fog, you didn't really know when or how you were going to make it through the fog. And obviously you've admitted to having a few messy moments. Yeah, but that's being honest. Yeah. But then again, how, how, how do you navigate this? There, there, no one prepares you for this. Yeah. There's no way to navigate losing all of these things at one time, yeah. being accused of these things and still having to show up every day and speak and slap on a, a face and makeup and get out there. Yeah. And never miss work. Yeah. And you did it. No, I, yeah, I did not. I did not crumble and I did not run away. And um, I'm I'm proud of myself for that. And now you got the residency in Vegas. Right. Got the residency and things are good. How do you feel about the show so far? It's a great show. I love we it. We had so much fun. I love it. It's such a good time. That's the whole thing is um, it's 80 minutes of pure fun. Yeah. So come to the residency and have a good time. That's all it's there for. Yeah. I mean, it's to celebrate. Yeah. Let's have fun. It's loud. It's over the top. It's colorful. It's, you know, yeah. everything. Sexy, fun. It is. The costumes are great. The music's great. The guys are great. The girls are great. The guys are great. are great, yeah. Yeah, it's no. a good time. I went the first night and the second night. The first night I was in a full blackout. So I was just dancing and living life. See? But the second night is when I actually really got to, got to appreciate and yeah. take in the show. And it was great. Thank you. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm very proud of it. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. Does it hurt that people are shading the ticket sales? Well, because it's not true. You can go on Ticketmaster and look for the, and you can see the actual price of right. the tickets. What hurt the most was that um, a castmate decided mm. to shade it. Yeah. When I had invited her, you know, in good faith and said, yeah. I would love to have you come. And, you know, that was, I felt like was unnecessary and it's hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like you. not warranted. You didn't. No. You didn't, come on. No, I feel like you've always supported the other women, even if they haven't. Supported me. Yeah. Yes. But that's who I am. What was the inspiration behind the show? Fantasy, love, escape, glitz, glamour, and fun. The six words that describe Erica Jane. Yeah. Yes. Was it nice to see your friends show up? You had Teddy, Tamara, you had uh, Kyle, Rinna. Yes. Three. And you know... um, when the weekend when Kyle and Dorit and Rena came, the four of us actually had dinner in a private room, just the four of us, no one else, like no one, no, no one. And we had the best time because we were just talking. And it was kind of, I think the first time that we had been in a place where it wasn't public and there were no producers and there were no cameras and we really just connected and it was fun. Yeah. And I appreciate them showing up. We all flew on Southwest. I mean, <laughs> that was together. Like, just, oh my God, hey, hey. And they showed up for me. Yeah. I have to show up for these women when they're going through this stuff. Yeah. You have to do that. You can't, you have to be there. This this show is hard to do. Yeah. So I'm very grateful that, and we had a good time. Are you able to look at the show now? Because you have what, just the final dates in December. Yeah. Are you able to kind of look at it as a whole and really take that in and be proud of what you yes. have built. I'm proud of what I've built and uh, it, I will, you know, hate it when I do my final show, but maybe there'll be more shows. Yeah. So there you go. Is there more music on the horizon? Yes. We have drip drop. We when have drip can drop, we... but we have some more stuff coming and um, 
yeah, will you stop bouncing the show? Yeah. And I need to. We got a little that. teaser of that. Yeah, one. I need to. When is that? that? I want that one out. That one's fun. And that fun? Um, well, well, yeah, I need to get it out ASAP. All right. What's next for you? I don't really know. I've got to find another mountain to climb. Hmm. I felt like Bet It All on Blonde was a, a good mountain to climb, and I did. It was great. Yeah. It is great. I need, I need a new mountain to climb. Do you need a new man to climb? Well, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? Um, I'm really into trying to figure out what I'm doing with the rest of my life and how I'm going to yeah. support myself and survive. It, it's, it, it's, it's one thing to have a partner you, like your safety net. You feel really you can take a lot of good risks and they can pay off. And now you're like, oh, shit, um, how's this going to work? Like, I need to budget this out. It, it's, it's just a new life. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it, it it can get scary at nighttime. It's like, whoa, you know, oh shit. <laughs> Do you think you'll fall in love again? Maybe. I don't say no. I think that, you know, the one thing I I am also happy about is that I don't I didn't walk away from this experience hating men mm. or taking it out on men. It's not. It's a human thing. It's yeah. not a man thing. Yeah. This just happens to be what happened to me. Everybody in the whole world who's dated anyone has had bad experiences or a bad marriage or a bad breakup, whatever. Um, but that is the one thing I'm I'm pleased is that I did not come out of this hating men or, you know, I'm never going to, you know, no, it's just time is not now. I mean, or anyone, because I mean, you could have really hated your cast members and dipped out. I could have, but then they would have won. Mm. And we can't do that. Okay, now for the biggest burning question. Yeah. Who's better in bed, Army Hammer or Scooter Braun? <laughs> Neither. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Ask someone else. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'd like to know. I'd so love to no sit here. To the room. I would love to. Absolutely not. I heard I was at a sex club with one of them. Yeah. The other one, I was having sex outside and you could hear it. Neither is true. <laughs> I mean, my God. I, I, I. Please. No. Would you ever do OnlyFans? You know, they offered me, uh, they had an, uh, they gave me an offer right in the middle when all of this shit was happening and it yeah. was healthy and yeah. I could have used it. <laughs> and I said, no, because I think once you cross that threshold, yeah, you know, it, it's a tough one. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I'm not yeah. there. You know. Do you regret judging Denise? No, no. I was fighting back. Hmm. Denise picked a fight. She called me names. She called me a fucking bot monster. She got in my face. She said that I did these things to Garcelle's son. So, yes, this Which... is what you don't see. So she picked a massive fight, and I was very gracious at the party. I was also confused. I said, I think, you know, she needs to save this energy for Brandy, yeah. Teddy, Lisa. But I just happened to be the one here. Uh, she was very inarticulate at the dinner party, jacket on upside down. She was slurring. Um, I had no, no idea what this, what this was all about. Yeah. And so then I said, okay, I guess we'll get it in next time I see you. And I had to mm. be, look, and you can hear me say, I do not want to do this. Yeah. Full on. I'm not there. I don't want to be there. I've moved on. I'm really working hard on myself. I'm, I'm, you know, really putting my best foot forward. But 
there it was. And um, you can see me say, I really don't want to do this, but here we go. So you just know that she came to Kyle's to pick a fight. Yeah. I would not engage with her. I apologized. I said, I'm very sorry. Even Cynthia Bailey, so sweet. She stood there while Denise was like, you know, saying these things. She goes, you were very gracious. And Dorit, as Denise was trying to like, let me have it at the table. She said, that was very hard to watch. You know, it's just, it's, it's not okay. Yeah. She came there with an agenda and I, I apologized. And then the next time I didn't. I so mean, it's not really judging her. Yeah. It's just, oh, you want to give it to me? Well, let me give it back to you. And I'm going to hit you where it's soft. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, you've shown them you can throw some punch. <laughs> right. But I don't, but I don't start yeah, the fight. Yeah, you fights. don't start it. No, no, no. no. I, I, I didn't start with Denise. Yeah. So, and I, I'm certainly not judging Denise for being on OnlyFans, but fuck you. If you want to fight, yeah. we'll go there. Yeah. She called you evil. Yeah. Okay. Been called worse. Yeah. By a lot better people. <laughs> so it's okay. Do you feel good about this season? I feel I feel much better about this season yeah. than especially the last two. I worry for other people this yeah. season are gonna have it much harder than I'm gonna have it. Yeah. And you can be a support system for them. Yes. Now that you know how I know to navigate what it is. through it. Yeah, I I just you can't yeah. It I have a lot of experience in this area, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. Are you dating right now? I mean, I'm keeping my private life private. Yeah. I need one moment just to, for me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not opposed. I'm not, you know, getting married, but I'm, I'm keeping that to myself. And I think that I should. I need to have one piece of my life that is just for me. Yeah. How long do you see yourself on TV? Till Living. it no longer serves me. Or I no longer serve them. I think that that's really when... I mean, on television, doing other projects for as long as I can. In this particular show, for as long as it serves me or I serve them, you know, whichever comes first. Yeah. I feel like you take the good with the bad and you kind of just know that that's the mixed bag you get when you sign up for it. You have to know what you're entering into. Yeah. You need to take advantage of millions of dollars of free PR. Yeah. And grow your business or grow whatever. If you're coming on to a reality TV show to become infamous, not famous, I'm infamous. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I mean, and I couldn't have predicted that this is where this would have, I mean, you could have never told me that this is how my life would have ended up. Um, being in, you know, in the middle of all of this sort of controversy and lawsuits and shit like that. But you do have to roll with the punches. It's not an easy game. The reality TV game is not for everybody. Yeah. As we've seen. Yeah. And one thing I, I respect and appreciate about you is you don't pander to the audience. You don't pick fights just to pick a fight because you know that the that's audience. the villain. It's, yeah. it, you don't, you can't, here's, and people do Yeah. on my cast um, and you can see it and the audience can feel it. You have to have the balls to have your own independent opinion. Sometimes I may agree with something Someone says that I don't necessarily agree with, but I have to say, I do see it that way. I yeah. understand why that person is saying that. You have to be willing to do that. Yeah. Because when the, the audience is fickle and they will turn on you. Yeah. And they can smell it. As quickly as they love you, they can very quickly turn on you. Yeah. And it's not, you, that's why you need to just always remain who you are. Yeah. And you also don't have to remember anything. Yeah. 
what do you think of Bethany's reality reckoning where she says that the networks and the producers are taking advantage of you guys? I've never felt taken advantage of. I didn't feel like I was maybe I had a really hard time the last two years and I felt like I could have been maybe given a little bit more width to explain myself. Um, a reality TV reckoning. I mean, I think that there's room for us to get residuals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. A reckoning? I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, it is what it is. Yeah. And if you, you know, it's like becoming a police officer. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. You know, come on. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it goes with the territory. And I don't know that you want to pick a fight with NBC Universal or anybody else. Like, they have the, there's some probably be you know you don't want to peak the wrong attention because they will get very motivated. Yeah. And I'll just let's be honest, they will be very motivated, and that's not good. Yeah. But good for her for speaking out. I mean, if that's how she feels. Yeah. Well, she didn't feel that way until it was convenient, but if that's how she feels. I have a couple of fan questions for you. Oh, have you wait? Yes, but before, what about the Vanity Fair article? Your thoughts oh. on it? Oh, um, you know, it's like allegedly coming. I've been asked this question, which is why I feel like I can ask you this question, because when I was asked this question, I said, I mean, I've sort of heard that this is out there. Obviously, they ain't contacting me. Yeah. But I don't know your thoughts. Um, I mean, I've heard about it for a while. Right. And it has been a while. Yeah. I've heard about it for a while and everything that I've heard about it isn't anything new or groundbreaking from what I've heard. Same. So unless they have some really big secret bombshells that they're going to be revealing that haven't leaked, I I don't know. I mean, listen, I think it's, I said this on the show the other day and I got a little shit for it by saying that, you know, I think when you have a target, it's easy for one person to jump in and then another person to jump in and then everybody's down for the fight. And yep. I mean, as you know, you had yep. the LA Times coming at you, you had Hulu, oh, you know, all of it. And I think that people like to find a convenient target and then collectively everybody wants to Pile pick on. apart. Yeah. yeah, pick apart all of their stories and their history and pick the worst parts of it without taking some personal accountability. And that's not to say that I'm sure there aren't people that haven't been felt like they've been taken advantage of, of or put in situations where maybe they were taken advantage of um, or just not treated fairly. But I mean, I think if it were anything great, why are we waiting until BravoCon to drop it? You know, like why other than to make waves and to make noise? I'm with you. I don't know what's in there. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, I do know some of the people that they've reached out to. Um, We'll see. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to be the death of reality television. I'll tell you that. No. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. No. But we'll see. Sultan wants to know, since you polarized bringing fashion to housewives, who else from Bravo impresses you with their fashion? I think everybody's leveled up, quite honestly. I love the fact that um, people, women, are into discovering themselves and having their own you know, fashion identity. I um, can't pick anybody out right now, but I do think as a whole, it's been great to watch everybody step it up a bit. Yeah. I feel like you and Dree kind of push people to step it up a bit. Yeah. And then, you know, but you, you need to, you're on television. Yeah. It says the word Beverly Hills in the title. You got to give the people what they want. Yeah. 
Uh, Jess wants to know if you have any connection to Christina Aguilera and if she, if you took any inspo from her in your music career. Um, I do. I've met Christina and I've performed at her birthday party and she's a housewife fan. I have not seen her in a while. She's super sweet to me. Very kind. I am totally inspired and I wish I could sing like Christina, but I can't. <laughs> so, and I just, I think she's a very strong, powerful voice for women. Yeah. She has uh, survived in the music industry, which is ruthless since she was a kid and she's a super talent and um, I have nothing but respect for yeah. Christina and she was always good to me. Yeah. Who was on your vision board when you were creating Erica Jane? I don't think I had one. Mm. I think I was more inspired by places and things and not necessarily people. I mean, I, well, look, I've always been a big Madonna fan, mm. but I didn't have to put her on the board. She was always living in my head. Yeah. Um, I've always been like a big fan of like Sid Charisse and, and old movie stars, Marilyn Monroe. I just, yeah, come to think of it, I didn't actually make a vision board, but they've always lived in my, you know, my head. So yeah. They were there. Well, you opened with Madonna at the at the Better Than Blonde. Oh my God! I mean, you have to give the material girl into expensive. Yeah. And you know how that came about was we did a we went live and asked if anybody had any suggestions for songs to cover because we were going to do some covers. Someone said Material Girl, and then I said, you know what? We should lead this into that. I didn't know we were going to open the show with it because I was yeah. like, is this what is this kind of whack? Like I don't know. And it was like, no, it's cool. I said, okay, and I you know I was like, okay, but I like it. Because yeah. it's like 45, 45 seconds, and then we get into expensive. Yeah. But it's it, good. Yeah. That was a, I, I loved that, the opening. Yeah, it was fun. And it, we, re we redid it our own way. Yeah. Brought in the whole kind of gentlemen prefer blondes with the boys and the suits and the nod to Vegas with the feathers. And just, it, we kind of hit the nostalgia. Yeah. And then we took it all off. I will say, the boys that I brought to your show, because I brought some of my friends, they were obsessed with your dancers. They were like taking photos. Yeah, well, and they're then one hot. Of, one of them's like, "I'm gonna jerk off to this later." You should. Like, I mean, I would too. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're I, gorgeous boys. It was so gorgeous funny. men. They are. In my head, I was just having so much fun, and I just I don't know. I'm not in like a headspace for men right now, but it was just so funny to see them like really thirst over the guys. I love it. Well, that's what they're there. They're first off, they're all very good dancers and kick-ass performers yeah. and they're all gorgeous yeah and they bring something special from magic mike right one of them is from magic okay. mike yeah davis is at magic mike um ned is new he's from australia matt has danced with me since he was 18 and so had no yes since he was 18 and so has um gian i mean they've been i've known them since they were teenagers in and you know, in the most professional way, <laughs> but they're really cool and they, they've worked for everybody. Yeah. Is Mikey proud of the show? Yeah. Yeah. He is. It, it I mean, you know, it, it, we worked, it took us to a place like yeah. we were in it. It was tough. And he stood by you through all of it. Through all of it. Through all of it. I mean, that's a friend and a half. Yeah. I mean, that's a good man because, and then when we, we were making Bed at All and Blonde together, like our, we were stressed out, you yeah. know? It was not easy. It did not come together until like the 11th hour. You know, like Erica, you got to pull this off. And it, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. Do you think you'd do more touring? Yes. I think if it was right, you know, I, I love giving shows and I love traveling. So there you go. Well, I hope you do. Thank you. Me too. Enjoyed Vegas. Everyone should go get their tickets. Final dates are December 
whatever they are. I have no idea. A few shows left in December. I have four shows in December. Go look them up. I am sorry. Next yeah. up is, is BravoCon. Are you going to be performing at BravoCon? No, not performing at BravoCon. Um, but I, I do have my own panel. And I'm discussing a, 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 a nice project at BravoCon that come to my panel on Sunday morning at, I think it's 9.45 or 10 or something like that. Yeah. All right. Erica Jane's panel, you will it you will be I have a surprise. That's just what I'm gonna say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it all relates to Vegas. Mark your calendar. Mark your calendar. <laughs> I feel like this was a long time. I mean, people have been wanting me to interview you for a the long past time. three years. Yes. Yeah. Well, the time was right. Yeah. And and that's what I told you when you invited me on. I just said I can't do it right now. Yeah. It wouldn't have been okay. I'm glad that you and I also got a chance to develop our relationship. Yeah. And things have calmed down into a place where I feel comfortable coming and sharing and talking about it. And it also, you know, we give a little perspective to how it felt then versus how it is now. Yeah. Because when you're in the thick of it, I mean, it, it was just so overwhelming and depressing and dark. And there was, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to sit here and actually speak calmly to you uh, because I was in such fight or flight mode, you know. Yeah. And it was just so, def- I was so defensive all the time. And and for context, we didn't have a, a long history. We weren't friends before. I wasn't an Erica Jane stan. Like it truly came from me really being interested looking, in the being case, interested in the at, case, yes. And then being like, why the fuck is everybody beating up this woman right. for some a, a law firm she never even worked at? I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, I don't I don't have a law. I don't have a law license. I did not work there. And I appreciate like again when we started, we sat down. Um, I just appreciate the fact that you were able to take a step back and take a neutral position and say, hold on a second. This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You were the one lonely voice in the woods that was like, hey, this isn't this ain't right, y'all. Like, is there something else here? Yeah. Like, you can say these things about her, but we also need to consider some other things. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I mean, and a lot of those other loud voices have now changed their tune towards you. Mm. Does that feel better? Yes. It's nice that. They have piped down, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't, I, you know, when I, I, this whole experience has changed me in a way. Yeah. I will not be the person I was before. Yeah. It definitely takes a lot out of you. You view people differently. You view yourself differently. It just, it's one of those things. You feel like the ice queen has melted a bit. The ice queen, she's just, she's, she's just off to the side. She's just off to the side. You know, the ice queen was holding the walls up. Yeah. And it really wasn't, it was me trying to make it through something that was really hard and difficult. And then you break and then the walls come down. And I think that we're all holding up the walls of our own life in some way, some shape or form until you can't any yeah. longer. And then you just, it, it is what it is. And it broke open so many ways that it was, it's unstoppable. Yeah. You know, what do you think you. of the episode? I, I I loved that it opened with my voice. I uh, <laughs> text you. I was like, honey, you made it. Look at you. Breaking news. Kyle and Mauricio. I was like, Zach. Oh, my God. This is great. Um, no, I thought the episode is great. I, I told you, I was like, I think this is really going to open up the door for a redemption storyline. Yeah. You know, it was nice to see you come and see the women again yeah. um, and face to and kind of, you know, she gave it to you understandably considering she was hurt 
after BravoCon. So I feel like it was a good episode overall. Yeah. Can't wait to hear about Sutton's horse. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. But here's what, I, bringing up BravoCon, and I know we're wrapping this up, but I'm really not looking forward to having something like that happen again at BravoCon. Yeah. Because I don't think that it's, it's good. I know that people like when they play squash the beef and let's yeah. insult each other and shit like that. But again, it's just, it's not, it's not conducive. It doesn't do anything. Yes, the fans get off on it and it's fun for them. But, yeah. it, you know, these are people that are like taking shots at each other and you never know who you hurt. Yeah. Was it really just a drunken moment and you'd... I wasn't drunk. Oh. I was sober. Oh. It flew out of my mouth. It was nothing. I can't blame it on alcohol. Mm. I was just, uh, you know, walking down there. Like, you can see me say, I don't want to answer this question. Yeah. I don't want to do this. So, you know. And then you got the boss looking at you like you better do something. Yeah. And the crowd booing at you. All right. So I did something. That's hard. <laughs> when you're on stage, it's one thing when you have a camera and you feel like there's pressure. But when you're on stage and there's an audience and it's happening in real time, you don't really get to think about anything. You're kind of just. Well, and you've got people looking at you. you got eyes that are like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to do this. This is, I don't want to do this. You well, know, everyone okay. asked why you didn't say Lisa and Harry. Because it didn't, I didn't think of them. Yeah. I wish I had said Lisa and Harry, Sutton and Sanjeet, or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like something ridiculous, but yeah. I didn't. And here's the other thing too. I didn't know that Dorit, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how she felt. I didn't know what was going on. And so I immediately text her to say, I'm so very sorry. Of course, she thought that I was getting out in front of it. Yeah. Not true. But, um, and I could tell she was hurt because she didn't respond. Yeah. And Dorit can take it on the chin. Yeah. That's another thing, too. I was like, well, they have to know that I'm yeah. like bullshitting, right? Yeah. And, you know, I like, was surprised by their reaction on me social too. media. Me too. I was, I thought, wow, I must have really done something very bad. I didn't know. I mean, if anybody, you know, PK, it reads people up and down yeah. and he can take it. Like these two people can, can take it, but I did not know that there was something else going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is the Fox Force 5? Are you guys all? We're friendly. Yeah. I mean, we're friends. I, I speak to Teddy. You know, I had to call her up. Like I told you, why does Denise coming for me? And tell me again why, why you fell out with her and why, every, because Teddy remembers everything yeah and she was like it's all because of this and i was like that's right that's right it is because of that i just didn't understand why she was coming at you because no one else was there the three people that she should have really had it for were not there so i'm the only one i guess it was just it was silly (laughs) it was silly can't wait to watch it yes just even the the trailer seeing her slur her way in was hilarious Oh, what? You know, and then yeah. who was it? Faye? Oh, no. Who was yeah. it? Was it Faye? I think, well, it was a cut of Faye, but it sounded like Garcelle's voice. But I think it was like, and Camille's like, oh, God. You know, but but I mean, how about when Anna Marie comes for Crystal yeah. and you hear me go, oh, God. And you hear Garcelle chuckle. Yeah. And literally, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> wow. She just let her have it. I mean, just let her have it. It's it's Spain is what. <laughs> I mean, the ashes release. You know, we went there to release some ashes that got blown back on us. Oh it's no, the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I mean, you know, it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> and that was Sutton's friend. You know, and <laughs> we're doing the ashes. Oh <laughs> no. 
not ready to let go. He didn't want to fly away. Honey, he was not into it. Mm. He was not into it. it. The whole thing. I know. I can hear you laugh, but it's just. <laughs> Spain yeah. is, you know, we were in this villa that literally is 700 years old. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. And it was an experience. Um, we were out in the countryside, like really out in the countryside. There was like pitch black, like nothing was around. Yeah. So it was a, it was a, it was a tough one. Well, it was a tough one. I'm looking forward. You have Stephen over there cracking up. Well, it's true. I know you can imagine that. Just poof. I mean, just. No, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> well, no, I ran away. Kyle and I ran, but poor Garcelle, I think, got the most to fit. Oh, no. People were like, you know, it was just. <laughs> ah! Oh! I know. I'm going to get in such trouble for saying I don't care. You know what? I I deserve to laugh a little bit. You know, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was, it was epic. Hopefully it stays in there. I know. Just the shit that happened was just. <laughs> I can't wait to watch. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank this was fun. Of course. I told you I was going to. I know. Just needed the right time. I know. And the time was right. But then you gave it to Teddy. No, I'm kidding. You no. Know, and I'm, well, listen, um, but I had to. No. But. Yeah. I want to say I'm just really happy for you. I enjoy watching you and your lives and you have really got this incredible fan base and you're cultivating it. And it's, it's really, you're very good to those who support you, the way you treat your followers. You're always acknowledging them, which is great. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's good stuff, Zach. It's good right. stuff. Keep going. Well, just keep going. New season of Beverly Hills, better on blonde last final show so if they haven't final gotten shows a chance, in december yeah final four shows in december come see the show yeah. Yeah, come see the show come on up. i come did on. yep i was there two nights i was only present, present for, one. for one right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was saying physically you were present for two your memory was there for one which listen let me tell you something as as somebody who's like had those moments where what? yeah <laughs> i was with you I, yeah. knew what, I knew what was happening no i was the eric on the boat in mexico most definitely, except you weren't laying down. No. You were upright. Yeah. No, you were upright. At least yeah. at my show you were. I, I was until the end. We went out Night after. Night one was. Yeah. No, it's okay. Night it's... one was. Bananas. Bananas. But in the, I've never done Vegas like that before. But that's how you have to do and it. That's, no, yeah. I, I have no regrets. What? Never. Oh my God. <laughs> the photos I see and my hair is a hot ass mess. And I look at them, I, I'm like, how How did you not at least fix my hair? Because before they were the... lit too. No, um, because they were. They found it funny and, the, and I did too. And then I posted it on my social media. You have to embrace those yeah. moments. Like you have to. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you can't take yourself too seriously. No. And that's, you know, what we're here to do. We can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at me. And my hair. Just. Oh wow. God. Epic. Epic. Thank you. Thank you. We'll do it again. Okay. Yeah. I'm Sometime down. we'll do it. Thanks. I'd love that. Okay.